You know, 25 years is a long time, and 26 years is even longer. Uh, just last night, on Monday Night Raw, we walked into our 27th season. So I just want to take this moment to congratulate all of the people at Monday Night Raw and the off chance that they get to hear this for uh, contributing to the longest running weekly episodic show in television history. That's, it's really big, man. And I would, I want to put the respect on it in case all of the other podcasters out there forget. And if you haven't put anything out there, you listen to this, you do it too. Go ahead. Just give, some, give WWE some good energy in this a new era because we've been to get into some uh, a Monday Night Raw. I'm right, season 27, Monday Night Raw. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look at this. Backstage, we've got a we've got a brawl, pull-apart fight between Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. These guys are going at it. I'm looking at to see who gets the most wins. I'm predicting a 50-50 as far as hits go. Right now, Bobby Lashley seems to have a slight upper hand. The guys are pulling him off. We're pulling Seth back. And Bobby was standing strong, but these guys are... Clearly backstage going up to the entrance ramp. Seth gets pushed up the stairs. I would give Bobby a couple of points on that. Everyone, you could have, everyone's trying to break him up. Oh, man, he ain't gorilla now. Got a bunch of names. We, um, it's a lot of people. Kurt Hawkins, you know, Ice-Z, Zack Ryder. Yeah, these guys break out into the crowd. Is that Otunga? I can't tell. But some, there's somebody there trying to break him up. A lot of backstage officials, a lot of, you know, senior officials trying to break it up. Okay, they had Bobby Lashley by the edge of the stage. Seth was able to push him off the stage. All right, I got No Way Jose trying to break it all up. I, I, I like that. Hold on. What's Seth going to do? Seth trying to break through. Seth jumps off the stage. Okay, so let's give it a fair two to two. Because Bobby Lashley dominated backstage, Seth is, Seth is handling, he threw him off the stage, and then he jumped off the stage onto him. We got some more people trying to break this up. The camera is in a frenzy, trying to keep up with all this action. Oh, wait, 3-2, Bobby Lashley sends Seth back on stage in a flippant fashion. Okay, they're breaking him up. Crowd screaming, let them fight out there in Orlando, I believe. All right. Okay. So we would give Bobby Lashley to give him a slight upper hand in that. He threw Seth back on the stage, but that's just from what I was kind of noticing. Either way, y'all hear the music. John Cena. Call himself the Dream Machine. Alright, and he's here. He's here. So tonight. But we're gonna have Hulk Hogan, the immortal, celebrating the life of me and G in Oakland. May he rest, his, rest in paradise. And then we got our face-to-face, -face, 
and between the monster among men and the beast incarnate Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar and then we're gonna get our very first episode the world premiere of a moment with bliss featuring Ronda Rousey that's the first guess it's gonna be something else anything else well I guess Rose gonna have some surprises for us but what does the greatest of all time John Cena have to say certain booze, some cheers. That's exactly what I would be looking for also. You know why? Because John Cena's a movie star now. Yeah, we in Orlando. I hear the man. Alright then. Oh man. So John Cena was uh, mad because Drew McIntyre came out and gave him the same, uh, you know, promo that everyone else is giving him. You know, I'm the great one. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. My man Leo. Wait a minute. Look at Seth freaking Rollins just attacked 
Bobby Lashley from behind. They going at it. I guess Rollins a little salty off of that move that uh, got flipped back on stage and it got broke up. They still rolling. Oh, now here go Dino. The Intercontinental Champion out there, but John Cena stopping Dean. But there goes Drew. So we got three on two right now. The chaos continues. Man, this is this is just they just fighting it out. And this is this this is the opening segment, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, fans music, and here he go. Running on down. Right. They had a very small, they had a very uh, noticeable beef. Finn won the match. I would have just left him alone and stayed on this momentum, uh, and momentum run he's on, but uh, it's alright. Chaos rules. Commercial. So, it looks to me that uh, Finn still wants to continue this quarrel he has with Drew McIntyre, and it's all right. That's all right. This is what it's about. You know, Finn, had, he wants to lay claim to the Universal Championship, you know, and I, I think he can get become, I think he's a great contender, you know. I don't know if he would win it or not. That's not up to me, but, you know, he's out there with Drew. Chaos is taking place outside of the ring. He did his little front flip senton out of the ring on to all of the superstars. And we went to commercials, so I'm guessing this sets up a six-man tag. And let's see how it all takes place. So the six-man tag between John Cena, Finn Balor, and uh, Seth, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Finn Balor, pardon me, taking on Drew McIntyre, Dolph Cena, Dolph Cena, <laughs> pardon me, taking on Finn, <laughs> my goodness, taking on the three bad guys, Drew McIntyre, Dean Ambrose and Bobby Lashley, pardon me, Seth and the rest of his team were able to take the victory, but not after a grueling match where they punished Cena for most of it. Uh, you know, a lot of sleeper holds, a lot of big moves. Cena tried to come out the gate early. He hasn't been in the ring for about six and some change months. So he came right out the gate with the six moves of doom or attempted it, but didn't work through in the AA early. But these guys were able to keep him off. It was a lot of big highlights during that match, though. One of the main highlights, in my opinion, were uh, was Seth Rollins hitting a... He went on a run. He hit a giant moonsault uh, outside of the ring. I, I, I could only tell you to go and find the WWE Top 10 on their YouTube page because it was a thing of beauty. It was a surprise. It was a good throwback to... Uh, what we know Rollins is capable of. This is why the people have cheered for me so long, in my opinion. And, you know, it, it's if you don't watch too much other uh, wrestling, quote-unquote, then you aren't spoiled to seeing these types of moves take place. So Rollins bringing it out was a, a fair treat, in my opinion, to everyone in the crowd watching and everyone watching in the WWE Universe, wherever they were at, because... It's not something we see from him, and he ran back in the ring, hit a falcon arrow. He was just completely on fire, you know. It was, it was crazy. So, you know, moving forward to the close of the match, we saw coup de grace from Finn. We saw a lot of everybody hit their finishing maneuver, but ultimately Seth was able to hit Dean with a huge curb stomp. 
he almost jumped to uh, where I would say the second rope was. Dean was only slightly knelt, knelt, knelt over and, you know, took the curb stomp for the one, two, three, getting these guys the victory. But we see Seth looking up at the uh, screen on top of the Titan Tron. Well, the screen at the Titan Tron. And Triple H is talking to Bailey and Sasha Banks. I assume they uh, might be conversing about uh, the women's tag team championships that we're going to be seeing uh, very, very soon as per McMahon's clause. But uh, let's see what takes place. I know that Seth and Bobby Lashley had a little bit of a beef. At the, at the top of the show, Seth is heading to the back to find Triple H, clearly, you know, uh, Dean is walking to the back, but I don't know, I mean, Seth has a lot on his mind, clearly, you know, last week, you know, he uh, got that uh, pep talk from Dean, I mean, from Triple H, which was uh, something else, and it, it definitely caused the brawl that happened tonight, because last week, as we can remember, Seth Rollins went crazy with a with a steel chair on Bobby Lashley, and we don't usually see moments like that, you know, picking up a disqualification, and, you know, but it doesn't even matter, but either way, we're gonna see, we're gonna, we're gonna see if uh, Seth can catch up with Triple H, uh, to, I guess, get his chance at the Intercontinental Championship, wait, there he is, hold on, he smacked his coffee out of his hand, Right then, we want him. You got him tonight. In a Bulls Count Anywhere match, Seth is truly fired up. Man, welcome back, Seth. Oh man, cut to Hogan. Coming up next, you know, Mean Gene, uh, I'm a little young to know anything about Mean Gene, too, you know, I'm just honest, but I know that he had some of the most iconic interviews that uh, we've ever gotten in, you know, uh, the product of old, so uh, his passing is a definite loss to the WWE Universe, but now he's watching over all of us, so I'm very thankful for him. And I know that he's uh, with us all internally. Ten bell salute for me, Gene. Stand to your feet and respect for a WWE Hall of Famer.
entertaining. And he loves every, entertaining everybody here in the WWE Universe. BBC loved entertaining more than anything that he did. So let's take a look at some of his greatest moments right now. Luckily, going to be able to have this etched in history, at least from my side of it. This man was on commentary, backstage announcer, and uh, interviewed some of the most iconic figures in this industry, you know, uh, come and gone. One of the more recent ones I can remember was him uh, interviewing AJ Styles, which was like, wow. You know, he's, you know, been a part of this, and I just have a great deal of respect for him. And just showing some of these photos, you, know, you can see how how much he enjoyed doing what he was doing. You know, he got to hold the koala bear. Have you ever held a koala? Bobby Heenan is huge, and yeah. both of these guys, I'm sure, are enjoying each other's company in, you know, the great upstairs. <laughs> Some of his bloopers, too, were quite hilarious. to the WWE Network and uh, watch an episode of Storytime or two, you know, in honor of Mean Gene, I would recommend it. You can go to the YouTube page also and uh, catch this uh, segment if you didn't see it. It is very heartfelt and touching, you know, quite the tribute to Mean Gene, you know, WWE did 
did this exactly the way it was supposed to be done. Talk that, huh? That was the Hall of Fame speech from 2006 when he was inducted. Hogan inducted him also. You can go back to the WWE Network and watch that. Crowd loved it. As they should have. Hogan looked like he going to tear up in the ring, but, you know, doing a good job out there. Tootie Fruity. <laughs> drop very very well done you 
say what you want about him. You know, it's good to see him back in the WWE ring. And uh, the, the universe was happy about it. Take nothing away from the Mean Gene tribute at all, but I think he would want all of us to focus on what was going on inside of the ring. Yeah. So moving forward, we'll, uh, you know, we'll move on with the show. Thank you, Mean Gene. Okay, so we got the tag team lumberjack match for the tag team championships between uh, it's going to be Gable and uh, Rude taking on the Revival. Last week, the Revival uh, actually have a fair gripe for this rematch. We don't usually do those anymore because, as it's all been said, it's, a, it's antiquated, a thing of antiquity, a thing of the past. But uh, hold on. Team wrestling, they said. Not often we get to hear the wrestling word on a sports entertainment product, but uh, get the 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 illegal man was pinned in the match. Therefore, these guys are uh, open to a rematch. They have the opportunity to go out there and really prove something. I think that these guys are really athletic, and uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. If you're just into, you know. That raw combat that Corey Graves was speaking on a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown Live. He was arguing with Saxton about, you know, this not being a sport for nice guys. You know, this is a, it's pure combat and we need to, we need to see that mean side. Well, we're here to see the mean side of uh, these men and women uh, to show who's the most dominant. So these guys have a... a a very very uh, special gift in being able to display that aggression that everyone wants to see and look for and uh, man we've got everybody outside the ring for this tag team championship match I think we're gonna get a very athletic showing from all four superstars around the ring we got the Ascension we've got uh, the B team we got the Lucha House Party and, man it's two more. Oh, we got Heath and Rhino. You know, Rhino's back. You know, after that whole uh, fiasco with General Manager Corbin, or former General Manager Corbin at the time. But I'm definitely excited to see uh, how all four of these gentlemen are able to fit, you know. All four of them very, very in shape. Uh, the tag team champions, you know, we got... Uh, an Olympian and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, you know, we're just waiting for him to take off at this point of the game. Like he, it's uh, whenever backstage is ready for him, you know, former United States champion, tag team champion, now former NXT champion, you know, he's as one of the, uh, I would say him and uh, uh, Chad Too Bad or uh, what's his name? Well, what was his real name? Cause I always call him Chad Too Bad. His name is uh, Carl Anderson. Oh, the Good Brothers, they have uh, some of the best. It's only, well, it's a great spine buster. They spine busters, in my opinion, rival each other. 
but uh you know uh chad gable he's that little german suplex it's truly awesome you know and we're seeing how him and gable are able to gel especially having the tag team championships they've been uh truly possessed by that energy so they're taking on the purest form of a tag team self-proclaimed by the revival uh dash and uh what was it was it scott dawson and dash wilder yes so that's their names and these guys are getting sent out the ring they uh the lumberjacks are they're not necessarily beating them up wait a minute they were sent out the ring and uh bobby Roo flipped chad gable over his head and sent them out the ring on top of both of them all shouts to the commentary team uh you know since we're in a lumberjack match, I do have to bring this up. My man, uh, Reverend Corey Graves, is uh, he's a lumberjack himself, so he knows a thing or two about chopping the wood. So, uh, you know, if he got something to say about it, he's a definite authority figure. Uh, go check out his Instagram. You know, he's much more than a checkered shirt. But uh, throughout this match right now, we're seeing... Uh, Oh man, we just saw, uh, uh, he just, one of the members of the Revival literally just tossed Gable onto the top rope midsection first and he bounced out the ring with uh, quite the level of speed, but they just threw him back in, back in I believe the attitude ever we would see these guys get beat up outside of the ring during the Lumberjack match, but it's alright, it's alright, I think all the tag teams want to see a fair bout, they want to see a strong showing from either one of these teams if not both to see what they're going to be up against in coming weeks yeah renee actually brings up a really good point oh there goes that big spawn buster i was talking about but renee brought up a good point a little earlier about how these guys have a slight asterisk next to their name uh considering how they won the tag team championships from the authors of pain because they technically pinned drake maverick you know, I think there was, I could have sworn it was rematch, wait, going for the neck breaker into that moonsault, but no, that didn't happen. Gable went for the moonsault, but wait, has him in prime position. A blockbuster into the German, the German suplex and blockbuster at the same exact time. That was very cool because they have that neck breaker moonsault attack, but then they just switched up and had uh, that uh, German suplex into... Uh, the blockbuster that's it's really strong uh, a couple of moves later we got a giant crossbody from the top oh he's pulling the tights oh no 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 look the revival want to win it however they gonna get it apparently random tag look at that deadlift german suplex but oh my goodness off of that blind tag the uh, other member of the Revival went to the top and did a giant splash while uh, Gable had him in the uh, that German suplex pinning cover. Oh man, that drove the air out of his midsection. That was that was strong. That was strong. Only got to replay this. Deadlift German suplex into the bridge. But man. Yeah, so that was Dash Wilder that did it. I always get these guys mixed up and no disrespect to them at all because they're both such a, a well-oiled machine together. I just call them both the revival.
double leg takedown into the cover, but uh, uh, the way they bridging recovery from both, they both got up. When going for backslides, they're going for reversals. They're fighting each other down. Both of them still in uh, backslide position, but wait. Uh, oh, man. Gosh. Yeah, they don't even know whose shoulders were down. I would say that uh, Gable had the cover attempt, but both of their shoulders looked to be down or appeared to be down. Okay. Oh, inside cradle. Oh, a roll up. Oh, Gable got the cover, but Scott Dawson's foot was underneath the ropes. The ref did not see it. Look at that. There's a story here for that. There's a story in that. Nene asked for a replay. Can we see what just happened so I can uh, try to better? Oh, we're we getting it. Okay, so revival member number one goes for the inside cradle. Bobby Roode pushes Gable over to get, you know, for the reverse of the roll up. But while the referee was counting, Scott Dawson's foot was underneath the bottom rope, which would be a rope break or, you know, the ref would have to stop. The match still would be going. By the way, February 2020, the XFL is happening. This is uh, this is actually really good. I like to see, and then like I said, it was a very athletic matchup just to show the strength and the power, well, strength and power, the strength and the speed of the guys. But I'm pretty sure we'll continue on with that in uh, coming weeks on Monday Night Raw. Either way, we got the face-to-face -face coming up between Le uh, Lesnar and uh, Braun Strowman. Next up, we got Elias versus Braun, Baron Strowman, Baron Strowman, Baron Corbin, and uh, later on tonight in our main event, I assume, I assume is going to be uh, Dean Ambrose taking on Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship in a Fools Count Anywhere match. This is a new era. We're seeing uh, fairly new matches. I'm not complaining about it at all because in the matches that we have quote unquote already seen it's been a while since we've seen them take example this main event yeah we've seen these guys go at it, it at the uh i think it was tlc they went at it they weren't it wasn't the most stellar match says a lot of fans in the wwe universe you go back and check my review on it i think that uh it was uh the fans were just a little tuckered out after seeing a WWE Championship match, but uh, now we're going to see these guys and they're going at it in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I think they're going to try to rip each other's heads off. Not too sure how it's going to go. You know, I know that Seth is a former Intercontinental Champion and he's been one of the most fighting champions in 2018. He definitely went across the world defending that championship, but Dean Ambrose, our moral compass, of the WWE, I think that he's uh, his runs with the IC Championship and his new demeanor might be enough to uh, might be enough to get the win over Seth tonight. I'm not sure. We're gonna see what happens, but I think that uh, Dean still might have the upper hand because he he knew who was gonna beat Seth before. You know, these guys are former Shield brethren. He said that Seth was going to lose his cool. He wasn't going to be able to uh, finish it, finish up. He's going to drop the ball. That's what he said. And 
that's what it does. Uh, that's what it is potentially looking like. You know, it's uh, it's anybody's ball game. I think that Dean might come through with the win tonight in storyline, but that remains to be seen. We'll just have to wait for the main event. Uh? Oh, Elias. They love him. Clap along, yeah. Hold on. Woo! That's the man there. Do you play guitar? You should. Get it. That's huge. In fact, I played sold out arenas all across the globe. The living truth was spread everywhere. I've been to South America, South Africa, Australia, Yeah, brother. Yeah, baby. Ha <laughs> See you, Elias. Oh, we gonna get a song? Alright then. Wait, what? Why does this man keep getting cut off? 
Baron Corbin. Stressful, I'm sure. After everything I did for you and you and everyone around the world, I should have your respect. As a matter of fact, I should have everyone's respect and admiration. <laughs> Is that what y'all want? Wow. What a noise. Guys got to fight. They got a scheduled match. Most definitely. Guys are going. The fight begins for real. <laughs> oh man! Man, these guys are going out of the lies. Went from the top rope to straight outside the ring. This match starting up, and we didn't reach the commercial break. Let's see how the match unfolds. So Elias had uh, Corbin down momentarily and went to the top for what was, I assume, the elbow drop, which is beautiful. But it's crazy because Baron Corbin was able to get out of the way. Elias had to adjust in midair, but uh, when he got up and uh, tried to, uh, he tried to run into the corner to get him, uh, he got out of the way, and the ref almost ended up getting hit, which distracted Elias for long enough for the Golden Glove, a former Golden Gloves champ to get him in a quick jet, quick right hand to the face, had him down, threw him into the steel post and set him up for the end of days. So Baron Corbin takes the victory over Elias here. It's, uh, it could be surprising to some, but uh, I think it says, it says something about Baron Corbin as a superstar to take out somebody like Elias.
Fair and square. Good match. Good, good match. I like it. Oh, man, but we cut backstage. Oh, and the Continental Champion. Hold on, the Raw Champion speaks. Pacing. Right there where you are. Man, he turned up. Tonight. Let's get it. Wait a minute. Paulie knocked on the door. I guess he's telling him it's time. Oh, man. Brock Lesnar in the locker room. It's going to it's going to be a crazy one. Oh man, it's going to be a crazy one. Oh man. And there he is. His arm looking a little bit better and better. Remaking the monster on the WWE's YouTube channel, and I believe it's on Facebook also. It's about eight minutes of uh, seeing uh, his recovery process. Look at him; he looking he looking better and better. He's able to bend his arm. Uh, they were speaking. They it was a very in depth look, in depth man, and it was really 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 uh, it was cool and then. A serious insight into what these WWE superstars go through. Above anything, though, and I'll definitely say this, it speaks to the world-class medical team that the WWE has access to and being able to have these guys look great. Braun throwing his arm up. He, he looked like he back to normal. Look at that. Look at that. You can see the scars, but, man, this guy's a true monster to be able to. He's, he's back. I don't want to say 100%, but I'll give him about a 90. I'm, I'm glad. Do we, is he going to say something to us? Let's just get these hands, Chance. It's very clear that the WWE Universe missed him. It's good to see him. Been nothing but a symphony of destruction since he's been, you know, on the main roster. He was going to talk, but he ripped his shirt off. He's ready to fight. Well, 
Alright. There go Paulie Dangerous. Oh, he's backstage. Wait a minute, Paulie, please, if I can uh, just interject briefly. I'm going to be real with you guys. We don't get to see Brock Lesnar on WWE TV like that. But more importantly, we don't get to see the Universal Championship like that. Now, say what you want about it years ago, but now, in my opinion, that championship looks and feels like something it could just be me it could just be me but honestly looking at just the split screen between the two right now i can totally feel the presence of the championship on tv take nothing away from the the superstars that held it formerly but right now and I'm going to say it, above Brock Lesnar, that championship, it, I'm glad to see it. And I think it's about time it made its way back home. I mean, it's not up to me. And the off chance that Vince does get to hear this, I'm ready to see the title back on Raw, Mr. McMahon, with all due respect. It's not my call. But just looking at it, and seeing how we do have the Raw Championship or the Intercontinental title, I think this, looking at the Universal Championship feels like an upgrade, you know? And the Intercontinental Championship has had a fair amount of time to gain its prestige back, which it has in my opinion, because I believe we're going to see it in the main event, but to, you know, keep to the subject matter in the moment I like looking at the Universal Championship I like it and I think uh, if Braun is vying for it on uh, January 27th at you know Royal at the Royal Rumble on the WWE Network streaming live it would be uh, quite the spectacle to see it finally change hands and go on him great redemption story uh, from the injury you know being back on the main roster we're gonna we're gonna see how this all takes place and unfolds though but but i apologize mr Heyman. please please continue to uh, grace us with what you have to say because we're all listening Royal Rumble pay-per-view event. Oh, Strowman, a 
here's the lesson you need to learn from history. Cards subject to change. Oh. So no face to face, dude. Does Brock have something to say? Anything? Nope. <laughs> Called him a beastie boy. <laughs> trying to own him. Oh man. <laughs> Small holo, we need to pause. Let the crowd chant they get the hands. Oh yeah. Standing behind your advocate and Paulie come through with the quick smack back saying, Well I'm standing behind you. Like just to keep it literal. Man oh man. I think they, they trying to they trying to hit him with the veteran but let's, uh, there's veteran tactics. Let's see how this all continues, though. I'm right here, Brock, in the ring. You're ring. So why did you come down here and get in my face like your advocate told everyone you were going to do? No. 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 Next. Damn. Is that the best you got? Damn. Damn. You got anything else? Braun? Anything? Go, Brian. Anything? I'm not. I'm not mad, but wait. Brian, do you ever think your advocate's ass ever gets jealous of all the crap that comes out of his mouth? Said he's scared of him. Blah, blah, blah. Brock Lesnar doesn't want to be face to face with the monster among men. Uh, is he getting in his head? Said he's scared. Brock, how you gonna handle that? Man, arm look like it's okay, but because everybody in here knows what happens when you get these hands. Oh man. Well anything? Oh, he wanna see what he got? Paulie wants to leave. 
But uh, Brock, yeah, here we go. 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 Yeah, he coming on to the ring now. Is Strowman fit the fight? Is he able to get uh, get it popping? I'm 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 honestly a little nervous for him if we're being real about it, but uh, it remains to be seen. I'm honestly a little nervous for Strowman. I take a moment to uh, breathe about it. Uh, we all know what Brock is capable of. We know we're in a new era also, and uh, Braun's arm looks great, but I don't know if you want to go with Brock at 90%. And he literally just called him out on some man-to-man. -man. So we about to find out, because Brock is on his way down to the ring. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Got the championship with Paulie. Here go Brock Lesnar, the man. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna get a little crazy, Nene. Shut the music down. I mean, he coming down. Look, he bumping into the people, bumping into the cameraman. He don't even care none. Just his mere presence got him shaking. Say what you want about Brock Lesnar. He is an intimidating man. Circle the ring. Yeah, that's what he do. Oh man, so he's not gonna do it. Definitely gonna save it. He going back up the ramp. Took the championship. And it's looking like he uh just feeling him out. Dang. Yeah, we will. Let's find out. 
So next up, we're going to get uh, Paolo Cruz taking on the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. These guys are in the ring. He's in the ring with uh, the Singh brothers and Alicia Fox, the captain. So I guess we'll call the captain Alicia Fox. But his mixed match challenge partner. But uh, I guess maybe we're going to have mixed mixed match action, maybe? Either way, we got him in the ring. We know Apollo had his uh, had a great week last week, eliminating eight members of the Royal roster in a battle royal, putting himself in position to take on the Intercontinental Champion and Dean Ambrose, which he lost the match, but he was uh, very impressive in that matchup. So this week he's going to take on Jinder, who I believe got a win last week over Rhino with the Colossus. But uh, hold on, because uh, Jinder has something he wants to share. Right. I would like for us all to find tranquility to Alicia Fox. Please lead the way. Okay. Let's go, Foxy. Shine, D. <laughs> Shine, D. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shine, D. Shine, D. Shine, D. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, I heard him. <laughs> oh, wait. I guess it is a mixed match. She's rocking with Apollo Cruz. It's going to be interesting. All right. say it now alicia fox sells the eclipse better than anyone i've seen i've seen this woman flip over we've seen her just take one and 
she had to she had to been top rope level and took a crazy bump but that says a lot about uh, what Ember Moon is capable of you know Foxy is uh, I don't like to uh, diminish any superstar by saying oh they're just a comedy act because it's all part of the show it made me laugh in the moments that she was out there a little a little bit, a little too, not too much sauce, but a little bit heavy on the sauce toward the end of her shanties. But it's, it's all right because I'm pretty sure a lot of other people found it uh, a little more entertaining. I found it uh, fairly comical, but you know, match starts up. It was all Apollo mostly, and then uh, Alicia figured that she would have to get the tag in to switch the momentum, but that didn't work because. Uh, Ember was completely on top of his springboard crossbody and, you know, big move, the two big spots and, uh, man, Ember went up for the top, went to the top and hit that eclipse and it was uh, all she wrote, that's the game, so uh, Ember Moon and Apollo Crews move on, that's the win there and I'm, I'm happy to see these two uh, pick up a cool win and hopefully we get to see some more out of them in the coming weeks. Apollo, once uh, Jinder got tagged out, went over the top for a big splash onto Jinder and the Singh brothers. And, uh, you know, Ember Moon hit that front flip elbow. That was the first big move. And then uh, went for uh, that. That was the springboard crossbody into that giant eclipse. So. Oh, they play some blame outside the ring. Foxy saying it's the Singh brothers' fault. Side. Alright. So you cut to the back. But wait a minute, because it's almost time for the world premiere. Alexa Bliss, Lady Bliss, the god is getting her makeup done now. Getting ready to go out there. Oh, it's next. I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexa Bliss. She wants coffee. Get her some coffee. Get, thank you. Thank you, stagehand. Came on out without the coffee. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're trying to stare at the goddess for too long. Where do I even begin with Rowdy Ronda Rousey? You know, she's done everything that a first-year superstar should do. And I'm not speaking on her, you know, 
obviously winning the championship and being the champion for this one. Like, no. I w I'm happy to see that she's been able to transition into the sports entertainment brand of uh, combat. And she has shown us amazing athleticism. She's quick. She's strong. You know, her her ability to adapt to what's going on in that ring is second to none. You know, I would only say Natty is touching her personally. Like, and Natty's the one who trained her, so. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Now, let's go. Did she not shake her hand? They got the little setup on the stage. I like that. The nice chairs. Ronda Rousey. Orlando loves her. Oh, some of the people are screaming, Becky, excuse me. I love Ronda Rousey. This year has been extraordinary, it really has. But um, as a Raw Women's Champion, I really want to look forward and not back. Right. And, well, I want to be a champion so I can all be proud of. And in order to do that, I need to chase after my limits with a vengeance. And there's one woman Oh. I'm talking about a woman with a more harrowing story with Becky Lynch. I'm talking about a woman that that puts my love for this business to shame because she is this business. I'm Ooh. talking about the real Cinderella story, the real Rocky Balboa of the women's division. Ooh. I'm talking about the unsung hero of Monday Night Raw, Sasha Banks. You, you are goddamn right. We love you, Sasha. That's right. She likes the podcast. She listens in. Wait, wait. Uh, what? Oh, man. The face breaker, Nia Jax. Tonight, I think I'm entitled to my rematch as well. When am I going to get it? Oh, here we go. 
<laughs> so is Corio. Wow, Rhonda, I am beyond extremely honored for those amazing kind words. And wow. you're absolutely right. It is better to look ahead and not back. And I am standing right here in front of you saying that I would love to face you for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, man. When do we get that one? Because it will also be my absolute pleasure to teach you how to lose with dignity and class. Oh, with a smile on her face. Hold on, excuse me, excuse, uh, excuse me. Wait, oh, handle in a face? There is a 300.5 ounce She said the B word. There's a ring right in here, and I will face you right now. Winner faces Rhonda. Oh, and then she just whooped. Wow. That was so gangster. Go with it, Nia Jax. Oh, she's sitting down. Wait. All right, she could. She's sitting in the chair. Oh, well, that would technically make you one if you... Sasha just called out. Man, man. So Sasha called out Nia Jax, said whoever beats, I mean, whoever wins takes on Ronda for the Women's Championship. And, wow, I don't even remember seeing these two go at it. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have. But one-on-one -on -one action like this, this is, this is the women's revolution and evolution in full swing, so... Let's see if uh, Nia Jax is, uh, you know, she has the grapefruits or the lady, lady balls to go ahead and take on Sasha Banks. Okay. Okay, so we got the match. Tamina came down, barely came down. Sasha just slapped her in the face or punched her in the face, and now she's running away. Oh, Sasha under the ring. Look at the shenanigans early. Oh, giant cross body off of the steel steps, but Nia Jax catches her. And, uh, and never forget, Sasha Banks almost kills herself once a match. So I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm definitely going to call it out when I see it. You know, you take nothing away from Sasha Banks and how much she's been able to accomplish. One thing we haven't necessarily seen was a, a heel turn. Of course, you know, back in the team bad days, in the early days of, you know, Sasha Banks being on the main roster when the women's evolution officially started, you know, uh, you know, we saw that, but it was uh, her still getting her bearings on the main roster. But, oh, giant vertical suplex. It was a submission hold uh, but Sasha, that Sasha had cinched in. But Nia, her power, and Renee said it, it's a discrepancy. Like, these two are two totally different weight classes. And no disrespect to Nia at all because she's a, 
a trailblazer in her own right for the uh, plus size industry. And she is beautiful, you know. So I don't know if you guys can hear Renee Young in the background saying don't discount Sasha at all. You know, because she definitely goes out there and leaves it all in the ring. It might be enough to take down Nia Jax, but she's going to have to come with everything as far as the storyline is concerned, you know. So Sasha's uh, using a bit of the agility to get the best of a big knee. Yeah, I think she she might know some of the formula. Oh, my gosh. But then Nia Jax, while Sasha was getting back in the ring, uh, Nia just completely just... Those her body at her. Oh, Tamina was going in for a fight, but Bailey, who we've seen a little bit of the killer instinct, Nick, that that mean streak was coming out. But uh, you know, Tamina, the powerhouse. Uh, we love Tamina a great deal over here in the shadows, but uh, yeah, she got the upper hand through into the barricade. Sasha went to go beat up on Tamina, but here goes Nia Jax. You don't want to take your eye off Nia Jax. Oh my goodness, Nia has her in gorilla press position. She's walking around with her. This is, this is incredible. She's holding, oh! Thrown on top of the equipment case outside of the ring. Oh my goodness, just carried her and threw her on top midsection first. My goodness. The referee is counting. What number is he up to? Seven. The ref is up to seven. Can Sasha get up? You know they get up in, in the ring in time enough. I think she's going to make it. Just got to nine. Oh, man. Now, we all know outside of the storyline what this match might end as only because we just saw Nia versus Ronda again at TLC, but that was so 2018, so we're not, we're moving forward, oh, and then a sit-down powerbomb, so far we see Sasha almost kill herself, but right now we're seeing uh, Nia go ham on her, I mean, oh my goodness, what, what else are we going to get, come back from commercial after that sit-down powerbomb, which we needed a commercial after that, but now Nia Jax has Sasha in the torture rack, but Sasha able to fight out of it, trying to uh, set her up for the uh, for an armbar of sorts. Didn't work. Sasha using the agility, trying to kick her in the thigh. Uh, he tried to get it down, chopping the cherry tree. Well, not cherry tree, but chopping the, chopping the log. God. Oh, big bulldog from the second rope. Oh. Powered out. Nia Jax is still, uh, she still got some of that muscle in there. Running knee, double knees, it's not enough. These matches are true testaments to how much the women's championship means to each and every one of these women's superstars. Sasha up top, went for the Meteora, got enough of it. Now he's starting to run out of energy. You know, so many covers, those rapid-fire covers, it takes out the energy, but there she goes. Oh, 
Is that it? Yeah, trying to get the bank statement, but Nia Jax still got a little bit of strength left in him. Stamina and cardio. Try to lift up. Oh, got up there. Sunset flip position. Oh, she would. Oh, she was going for a face breaker while Sasha was on the ground after a, a sunset flip attempt. Missed, punched the mat. Sasha was going for a spinning uh, DDT of sorts, but uh, couldn't get all the way around, and Nia was able to land a Samoan drop on her. Going for a three. Is that a rope break? There we go. There's a rope break from Sasha. Great ring awareness. Nia's starting to look like she's sweating. What's it going to take? Yeah. Sasha trying to gather her air. You can see it. Oh. Toss into the corner. Oh, and a big body splash into the turnbuckle. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh man, Sasha got her, I mean, well, Nia got her in Samoan drop position, wait, no, went for, went for the sunset flip, but no, that wasn't it, was able to get down, is Nia coming down from the second rope though, no, Sasha in with a forearm, yeah, she doesn't stop, never say die, says Michael Cole, but oh man, what's this? She, Sasha back in Samoan drop position. What night? What's night gonna do? Oh! I hope you guys heard that one. The rope directly into the throat. Had her in an inverted Samoan drop position. And Nia just jumped from the second rope and Sasha landed. Neck first, yeah, across the top rope. That's, jeez. Hit a arm, hit a throat, inside the bicep area. Sasha kicked out, but man. That could be the moving match where Sasha almost killed herself. Not necessarily. Because we've seen a couple. Nia's been delivering most of these devastating attacks. So, uh, you know, it could come either way. Big headbutt. Went for the leg drop. It, was, it wasn't the greatest one. Nia looked like she was able to uh, know not to jump with that one. So a sloppy landing, but only because she saw Sasha move. Remember, this is all about athleticism. This is about showing who is more capable in the ring by hook or by crook. But here goes Tamina attempting to go for a cheap shot on Sasha, but barely slides through and gets a tag. I mean, gets a drop kick and uh, sends Tamina into the barricade. So now they're about even as far as the match goes. Nia Jax went through the second rope, and uh, now they're both on the apron. Nia went to charge at her. Sasha was able to get out of the way, and Nia went running into the LED post 
in the corner of the ring. Both of them still on the apron now. Got that Royal Rumble feel to it. Oh, Sasha. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is official. There it is. Sasha Banks almost did it again. She went for a hurricanrana. Look, we got the replay. Went for a hurricanrana on the apron, but literally landed. I need to rewind that because it was... I'm not laughing at it, but it was pretty ridiculous. Sasha went for her Karana to bring Nia down, but she's so big. Nia landed a little bit on the apron, which is the hardest part of the ring, but Sasha basically moonsaulted from the apron, or a little above the apron because of Nia's uh, size, her height. <laughs> but she moonsaulted onto the outside mat. But she jumps over the rope, rolls over into a bank statement. That Hurricanrana could have did some damage. That's a tap. All right, that's official. So the story would say that Nia Jax landed on the hardest part of the rope. I mean, pardon, pardon me. Landed on the apron, drove enough air out of her to, uh, you know, add to all of the fatigue and take her out. So now it's going to be Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey at the Royal Rumble. Three weeks away, streaming live on the WWE Network. What a match. That one was fun. That one was fun, you know? A lot of these matches, I I, I just feel the need to go ahead and uh, call out for myself because it's so much action, you know? It's high enough octane, you know? So, very, very good. Sasha Banks, as Michael said, just earned the opportunity. It's gonna be Rowdy versus the boss. I got no pony in the race, but we all know what's going to happen. The referee going to have a long night ahead of him in this false count anywhere match where it's definitely being promoted that they could fight anywhere. Dean was coming out, you know, our world champion, the Intercontinental Champion, and uh, Seth came dashing out to attack him from behind. Dean trying to, they, well, part of me, these guys end up... Uh, outside into the WWE universe with it and stands in the crowd fighting in the technical area where all the equipment is. So uh, we're going to see how this uh, story is told between these two. Like I said earlier, we know at TLC it wasn't the most bang-up match, but now I I really think we're going to have a good one. I think we're going to have these guys try to rip each other's heads off. But let's, let's find out because they headed backstage. No, no, you know this is the main event. Oh, Seth tried to use the shovel and hit the ladder with it. Dean is, oh man, these guys are these guys are going at it. The cameras had to catch up to him backstage. These guys are definitely taking this fight everywhere thus far. Go get WWE 2K19 in stores now if you ain't got it yet for real because you can definitely relive some of these moments and recreate them yourself with your own favorite superstars. Oh, man. He's going to toss a bunch of... Oh, What are those things called? Watch the match. Go find this. Dino trying to... Yeah, he's trying to run away. He's uh, in retreat a lot. But it's to get Seth in an open space. They're on top of stuff. 
These guys are totally fighting, slammed into the concrete. Dean doesn't have a shirt on. So the concrete wall, those giant cinder blocks painted over, it's, uh, it's bananas. Got a lot of backstage equipment, backstage cases. Seth acting like he going for a power bomb, but Dean was able to get down, but since the back of the head first into the equipment case. Senior official John Cohn went for a count, but got to the two. This is all for the IC championship, folks. Is it commercial yet? No, it isn't. These guys are going in already. Notice why these guys are still trying to breathe it off and get their weapons together. Uh, Renee was, uh, she's been defending her husband a lot more on commentary. Very interesting. Speaking on how Seth didn't even let the, uh, Seth didn't let the match start. He just ran out for the attack. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting uh, part of the story unfolding on commentary. You can see how these guys are all all a part of the match and it's a beautiful thing all right so now after the commercial break we got uh we got these guys on the stairs i guess they're out in the crowd again in the wwe universe man where are they fighting oh during the commercial break these guys were on top of the table on top of the announce table a scoop slam through the announce table Man, I think Seth put him through the table. Let's just make sure we got that right. No, Seth put Dean through the announce table with a scoop slam. But, you know, we come back and Seth uh, got the upper hand while these guys are out in the crowd. Yeah, they're going at it. Oh, elbow to the camera lens, punches directly to the chin. From Seth to Dean, throws him over one of the barricades. Here goes Seth. Big cross body from one section to the next. Ground level. Covering a kick out to Ambrose. Senior official office ref got his job cut out for him. He's uh, following these guys everywhere. Oh, throwing them into the true steel barricades that separate the walkway from all of the seating arrangements for the members of the WWE Universe. And they look like they're truly enjoying themselves. A punch to the nose from Seth, oh my goodness, and another one. These punches to the nose look very real, they do not look good. Even the youngest members of the WWE Universe can see it. Look at this, hold on, replay that. Oh, punch directly to the nose. attention to that. Renee is definitely defending her husband on commentary. Doesn't matter where it's coming from. It, it's great commentary. You know, it's just it's just enough bias. Just enough. But Dean got a cheer. 
He's beating up on Seth with it now. Grabbed it from the timekeeper's area. Telling him to stay down. Cover. One, two. Kick out from Seth. Not bad. New era, man. This is season 27, episode 1 of Monday Night Raw. Crowd clamoring for tables. The authority has asked for a table, but the moral compass decides to rip up the padding on the, on the outside. So now it's just complete concrete. That's the same space he hit Rollins with that DD, well, with that dirty deeds when he first uh, turned on Rollins, and when uh, Roman had to relinquish the Universal Championship. Dean just pummeling on Seth now, letting off on him. Oh man, a little bit of a sick grin. Oh, yep, see? Went for the dirty deeds. Oh, back body drop onto the concrete. Cold concrete. Dean sweating. You know that ain't, it ain't, it don't feel good. Oh. What a thud. Oh, poke to the eye. These guys are back by the ring now, finally. Dean up at the top. Here goes Seth. Seth got the wheel, but though, all right, superplex. Went for the Falcon Arrow, no, no. Going for a buckle bomb. Very nice. Kick directly to the face. Whoa, big stomp. What are we going to get here? He won earlier. Wait, who's this? Bobby Lashley. The Almighty standing there with Leo Rush pulled Seth out of the ring. So, oh man. Oh, what a belly to belly. Man, man, and then give him the almighty Dominator, at least the Lashley version. Wow. 
Lashley not done. Now you see that? And then that rolling spear. Michael Cole called it. Almost cut him in half. You know, these guys with so much fast-paced action, I can't say everything that comes to mind when I'm seeing all of this take place. But I definitely would have, I thought to myself earlier, after they won that match, maybe it was fatigue, but if you're going to start the show fighting, or you got to, after you win that match, this is the way the, the, the way the beef seemed to be cooking. I would assume that Seth would have went after Bobby Lashley, but he wanted to go ahead for that. Uh, he wanted to go talk to the COO and demand the title shot. Now we got Dino crawling over, going for the cover. Office ref, that's three. Dino retains with an assist to the almighty Bobby Lashley. That's right. This is how you make new stars. Not to say that he's not already a star, but yeah. He said, you wanna go ahead and use still chairs on me? This is what happens. He did have him beat. And now they fixing the mat. They fixed the mat then, oh wait. Leo going under the ring for Lashley. The crowd asked for it earlier. Now we're going to give it to him. Bringing out a table. Dean pulled that mat up to expose the concrete floor. And when Bobby pulled Seth out of the ring toward the seeming end of the match after that curb stomp, Seth landed directly on that concrete midsection first. So, uh... And this ain't over. And you know, it looked uh, that it looked painful in the spot. So these guys have the uh, they had the table set up. Lashley getting hyped up from Leo Rush. And now what are we gonna get? Seth trying to get up, but he's he's defenseless right now. Go get those burned down wristbands on WWE Shop. Oh, and a giant spine buster through the table. Bobby Lashley, the almighty. Go get his t-shirt. Oh, they're going to pull again. Oh, that pull, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't all on the concrete, but it looked like enough. You know Seth ain't gonna take that sitting down. We're gonna have to wait till next week to see how he responds to it, but jeez. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Monday Night Raw. Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. Their season is still going strong. Hit the WWE Network and watch that if you haven't yet.
Man, what a Monday Night Raw. What an episode. It was very entertaining to me, very fun. It was, uh, it was, it was, it, it, it flowed well, you know. Minus being able to skip the commercials, I felt as if the show went by at a very cool pace. There was a lot of important things that happened. We got some big matches coming up. I like the Royal, I like the Royal Rumble graphic, how they switch into people's pictures all the time. I like that. It was very, very cool. I like that Hollywood Squares feel, but, you know, it's uh, it changes. Raw Women's Tag Team Championships are coming. We can't wait for it. We're three weeks out from the Royal Rumble. I'm excited about the Rumble, just to keep it honest with everybody. But um, either way, I could sit here and talk you guys' heads off all day, but I won't. Tonight is SmackDown. Tomorrow, the SmackDown podcast from the shadows. This is Blake. Shouts to Tom. Everything pro wrestling. The no-name cast. Shouts to Brandon and Mike. Go and find those podcasts if uh, you haven't already started listening to them. But above anything, share this Send me some applause, if you will. I appreciate the guys that have done it so far. And um, I will catch you guys tomorrow night. Peace.